live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the online edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright lights, look at the bright lights. With tonight's guest, founder and president of Equip Our Kids, Jay Levin. And performance guest, Murray Kyle. I am Mark Leisure, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. Today, we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. I don't know about you all, but I don't know how often I think about emotional intelligence uh, per se. Uh, but I'm glad uh, because of this conversation, it's come to my mind. And this, this uh, week, I had a perfect opportunity to look at emotional intelligence. I, I had started off today with uh, getting a, an update on the news on some not so some horrible things actually happening in the world i uh also had uh, a business meeting plan that eventually didn't go as well or or it didn't go like i thought it was going to go i had a busy day and i worked and worked and worked into late into the night and then i was about to go to bed and i realized i hadn't made myself iced coffee during the summers on occasion i like to make myself iced coffee at night and for those of you who haven't done this before, you could take a pot of water and add lots of coffee grounds and stir it around until they get all soggy and all that. And then you could put that in the refrigerator and in the morning you strain it and you have iced coffee. And I like that. And so I decided though it was late, I would make myself some iced coffee and I made myself a really big pot so I could have it for more than just one day. And I stirred all those grounds in and I got that coffee, big coffee pot thing. And I started to put it up in the refrigerator on the top shelf and I distracted myself and proceeded to spill the coffee, the brown water and the grounds all over myself, the floor and every shelf of the refrigerator and drawers. And I wasn't thrilled to say the least. And I literally gripped myself to see like, okay, here it comes. There was nobody around to see it. And I thought, here it comes. I'm going to hear it from me. And you know what I'm talking about. You're clumsy. How could you do this? What's wrong with you? On and on. I don't even want to say them now. Because I thought about them but I didn't actually say them to myself. Like I was watching myself think. And I even thought like if somebody else had done this and I had seen them do it, what would I say? And in the past, I definitely would have said some of those things and others. Uh, I'd like to think that I, I wouldn't now. And, and I didn't. And then I told myself, I'm just going to clean it up. I don't know why this happened. And it's never happened. So I'm just going to clean it up. And then I'm going to go to bed. And so I took as long as it took to clean it up. And then I made myself a fresh badge and I cleaned myself up too, made myself a fresh pot, put it in the refrigerator and I went to bed and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't think about it again until I started preparing myself for the monologue. And I thought, 
I think that's emotional intelligence. And I'd like to think, I've, though I've got a long way to go, that I'm learning and I can't wait to learn more. And we'll be right back after these messages from our iced coffee sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) That that is emotional intelligence. And good for you for for the pattern break. Yeah, you didn't know anybody. Not even just not telling us. I'm talking about the pattern break in your Mm. mind when you stop yourself Mm. from saying it to yourself. Because you are watching from that higher place. Mm, mm. Yes, and and thank you for that, Mark, and and thank you to our our guests because these are the conversations that uh, help us be cognizant of this kind of thing. And as but, a ma- but what if our kids learned this? Right, right. So it's exciting because equip our kids is exactly uh with this kind of knowledge with equip being eq uip with an emphasis on the eq so our guest is founder and president of the nonprofit advocacy campaign equip our kids jay levin welcome jay to the life changes show well thank you it's already been fun (laughs) (laughs) oh well good story from mark yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, emotional intelligence and life skills for kids this is our Uh episode 758 and uh we've titled it in this way why jay why emotional intelligence for kids yeah yeah well um what you hear what you heard from mark was uh the residue and the uh, probably lifelong residue of the inner critic that we develop in the current uh, way that children are raised and, and have been raised for eons and eons, which is, you know, by the time you're five or six, you've already inherited, am I good enough? Am I weight good enough? People who feel fine for themselves on a scale of 10, I'm not good enough, um, are being... Uh, leaning towards suicide, leaning towards breakdowns. So it's it's a universal mechanism that's passed by, by child-rearing practices and uh, skills, uh, lack of skills training for how to deal with your inner life, your mental life, your emotional life. So emotional intelligence, which began as just a, a question about how aware are you about your emotions? How smart are you? Um, how How conversant are you and aware of other people's emotions and understanding of them? Um, emotional intelligence really has grown into a, a, a huge field because it really encompasses the idea that we are uh, seriously maltrained in childhood and uh, that in such a way that uh, we all we end up with um, self-blame, blame of others, um, difficulties in relationships, fights in our lives, right up to the stuff that's going on right now in the world, because you're not trained to be able to deal with what's coming up with you and feeling feeling wise, and you're not trained to deal with what's coming up with other people feeling wise and behavior wise. And if, the, if, you, and if you're both not trained, one of you is going to cause a problem and the other one's going to have to try to diminish the problem. So emotional I, intelligence is that bigger picture. 
I, I like the fact that you're using the word trained over and over again because it makes me feel that we all can learn. And obviously, this is part of what you're about. Speaking, speaking of what you're about, uh, th- this is so huge that you founded, created, were the CEO of, and, and received multiple awards for the LA Weekly, which is uh, a huge publication in Los Angeles, has been for sure, and in the world. And so uh, from that background, I think it's really interesting that you have gone on to focus on kids and EQ. Emotional, mm-hmm. emotional intelligence, rather. So, yeah, but there's a, there's a through line is the fact that as a young journalist, I, I was very interested in anything that made positive change in the world. And I came to, I was interested in um, what are the change agents out there? Because the, I, I, I understood that the world is an effect of how we're trained for, to be in it or not trained to be in it. Um, I, I seem to have got that early. And I saw, I got an assignment to do a, a series on modern therapy techniques and drug treatment. And I watched people over months and months really change their mindsets and behaviors and ways of thinking um, from the intensity of, the, of that, that training. And what it convinced me of was something I already knew, which is, uh, or felt, or sensed, which is that... Uh, Almost all human dysfunctionality and pain is caused from lack of skills, not lack of character. So we does, then we mm. go into judging ourselves and judging others, and we create this whole the world we swim in is judgment, and am I good enough or not bad enough? Am I one up, one down? So you, I, I, if we had time, I'd take any any event in history, and I'd show you how that, how, including the one going on now in Israel, mm. uh, and track it, to how that relates to that bad training, lack of skills and lack of understanding. So you got to be better than the other for survival. So, um, we can, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to make it through a lot of, a lot of what we have happened pointing at ourselves, including nuclear weapons, unless we collectively raised our emotional intelligence. When I started the weekly, because of my experience with that, I'd written about the field a lot. We had a column on uh, human development column. We did regular features, semi-regular features on leading leading figures in the field with the idea being, you know, if we're gonna be a change agent uh, in Los Angeles, uh, let's let's get down to the core of how how people can learn the skills to really make the change. So uh, <clears throat> a few years later, after I sold the weekly, and I'm, um, I've run six six not media companies and I've started six nonprofits. And somebody said to me, a friend of mine said to me, "You must go to the school and see the most highly intel- emotionally intelligent kids you're ever going to meet." because they'd been through this training called social emotional learning, which I had not heard about. And so I went to the school. I was blown away by the quality and intelligence and the ability of these kids to solve their problems. I mean, I saw 10-year-olds. I had a thought, man, I put this kid in the White House. This was some years ago. Um, And uh, so I studied the field and thought of all this, uh, of all the social movements I've known about covered is, um, this education movement called social emotional learning may be the, the best way to quietly get uh, the human species trained on a mass level 
And it's so much easier. And the, the evidence is there that if you get a kid really young, before they build up a massive neural net of reactiveness and judgments and, you know, <clears throat> fixed on some ego picture of themselves, if you get them mm -hmm. to get it together and collectively do this, you're going to get phenomenal results, both academically in terms of their life, life's, <clears throat> their life skills, the way they relate to each other, how they feel about themselves. And, um, and I decided that I wanted to help that movement because it was not well known. Actually, almost nobody knew about it. So I started to equip our kids as a uh, sort of nonprofit pro bono uh, uh, advertising media branding agency and also grassroots development agency to help gra grow grassroots organizations in support of social emotional learning. But the you know still believe I still have that belief that it's uh, it can be a game changer for the for humanity if we can get everybody on the planet's change starting with the kids because they're the easiest to change and um, uh, and the movement is already there to get them trained. Well, Jay, thank you for what you're sharing, what you're doing. I know you founded uh, California Social Emotional Learning SEL. Alliance, and now uh, there are 4,000 educator members mm -hmm. helping ad advance this program. So it's also uh, it, it, interesting that you say it's, it's universal. Well, it's so universal that it's not just of this time. So for example, you, you share with us how a child can inherit this from their parents or their grandparents or from their culture, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just the way the parents talk to each other becomes an implant planting in the, in the uh, mirror, mirror neurons of every child. The, the way they relate to each other, the way they don't relate to each other, the, their arguments, how they talk to you, etc. You know, how many kids, how many adults have said, oh, you know, I thought I'd never be like my parent and then, then I'm like my parent. Mm. The, the the training is insidious. I mean, you turn on the television and it's about there's good guys and bad guys and they don't know how to solve problems except through violence and mm. you know, the winners and losers. Mm. It's the matrix that we swim in. And if we're going to keep swimming in this matrix, you know, the chances are one day somebody will set off the nuclear weapons if we don't uh, kill ourselves by destroying the planet first. So um, this is this is a very serious um I, I I I tend to put it in the, these gargantuan terms, but just on the grassroots level, the impact it has on kids' lives and their ability to feel good about themselves, see their grades. So there's a school in South Central that had um, 263 violent instances, uh, discipline incidents one year, and. Uh, <clears throat> And built built up to that over the years, gangs, drugs, etc. And they um, and they the state gave them a grant to put comprehensive social emotional learning in. Three years later, they're down to 19 incidents. They were performing it with the best academic schools in the district. Wow! The gangs were gone. The violence was gone um, because they really did it comprehensively. They didn't mess around. The money was there. That they trained the teachers in it. It wasn't like you slap on one program. It's a series of, it's like going from two and two is four to, you know, serious uh, geometry, uh, geometry. And so it's a step-by-step. -step. 
But the programs are out there and they're geared to different age levels. And it takes a comprehensive level on school to do it really thoroughly and right. But when they do it, it's it's completely magical and transformative. Is a program like that, I, I didn't expect to ask this, but I'm listening to this and thinking that the parents uh, could use, we, we all could use education. We on all this. could use it, me too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because, you know, we're, if we're not trained and haven't practiced this way of being in the world, then we're, our neural net is going to go into habitual forms of behavior, especially when something feels stressful. Uh, <clears throat> so um, the issue with, with schools is well, from the day one meeting principals, we all, I heard that, um, I, you know, we need more for the parents because the kids will go home and the parents will keep up the old paradigms with them and the old things and the kids either start resenting it or, you know, get confused. So now that there's a lot more since uh, this, this first ser really serious national funding came in uh, and the rescue bill, Biden's rescue bill for the, for the uh, economy, but pushed into it by the Surgeon General who said we have a mental health crisis with these kids from COVID. So schools around the country got the first real serious money for the last couple of years. Um, and so there's more of that. So naturally we're hearing more from parents that, uh, from principals, I'm sorry, that we really need more for the parents. So we started a newsletter to help that they can share with the parents one, one event thing that a week they can do. But more ambitiously, we're step we're, we're creating a sort of SEL streaming service of videos that identified by age and need, um, different time segments, and it'll all be on our website for a different backup. Um, uh, that <clears throat> we've already got a couple of deals for, and we're going to launch that early next year because it really makes a difference when parents learn this, adopt it in the homes and support what's, what's starting to happen in the schools now. And and not just adopt it in, in the home uh, for the sake of the kids, but it, they get to use it at work and in their relationships. And Absolutely. One of, the, one of the interesting things happening, and you know, among the more sophisticated uh, major companies now, is they're looking for people who, uh, and there's a fair number of them, I've met a lot of them, people who can come in, and kind of retrain their staffs in the same in the same adult versions of the skills. I mean, for any adult who wants to start anywhere, go find yourself a nonviolent communication training. But um, the uh, but the, the this is a this is a not super speed growing movement in the in the corporate world, but it's definitely a growing movement. And hiring for emotional intelligence has become a very big movement. And in, in because people solve problems better, mm. they're less they're less reactive. Mm. Uh, they create more coherent, happier staffs. People relate to each other in really great ways. Feels good to work, go to work. People aren't less competitive and ladder climbing, and much more into the thrill. You know, the good thrill of having good company, smart people, and making making progress. There's some there's pretty good information about companies upping there productivity levels and, and profit levels uh, as they institute and hire for more highly emotionally intelligent people. So equip our 
kids.org is the website that uh, Jay has been referencing. It's where you can uh, learn how you could support, how you can get involved, and how you and me and we can learn actually some of these skills. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Jay uh, about uh, some of these skills that we could start right now uh, as soon as the show is over or while the show is going on so that we could start making our headway towards emotional intelligence for ourselves and our life. Again, uh, our guest is uh, founder and president of nonprofit advocacy campaign, Equip Our Kids. Jay Levin will be talking more with him when we come back. Our performance guest is an Australian mystical troubadour, Murray Kyle, will be joining us live here after our interview. And then we will have our Ask Dorothy segment as well, all on the Life Changes show when we come back right after this. Want to connect with amazing people who are committed to making a difference? From the Heart Tribe is a platform, community, and movement with the purpose of bringing like-minded humans together to help animals and the environment in order to gain a stronger connection and understanding of the world around us. They're dedicated to effectuating positive change by empowering individuals to organize meaningful and engaging experiences that build compassion for animals and the natural environment. Their founders and members' passion is to inspire others to actively get involved in their homes, their communities, and the world to raise awareness about the issues we face and most of all to be part of the solution. Through their efforts, they have also accomplished some amazing and tangible achievements. Their pickup for Paradise Beach cleanups have collected over 50,000 pieces of foreign debris. And also, thanks to animal rescue and recovery volunteers, over 30% of the volunteers have become vegan or reduced their meat intake. Daily habits make a big difference. Please join any of their upcoming events by going to FTHT.org and signing up for their newsletter. You can also follow on Instagram and Facebook at From the Heart Tribe. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi Beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi Meditation. Phi Meditation helps you harness the power of I Am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi Beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to a conversation that matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. 
We're back. The conversation is emotional intelligence and life skills for kids. Well, actually, for everyone in the world. So our guest, again, founder and president of nonprofit advocacy campaign, Equip Our Kids, Jay Levin. So, Jay, I, I, I think we've established a little bit what emotional intelligence is. It's how we think about ourselves, talk to ourselves and other people, read the room, right? Read the, read what people are going through potentially. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yeah. Uh, but also be able to understand that if somebody is upset, um, that how not to trigger that upset even more. Are you hearing nice. me? Yeah. Empathy, yeah. Uh, compassion, yeah. 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 In other words, rather than be reactive, somebody understand they're coming from an emotion that that they're acting out, <clears throat> and um, and don't have the resources, so you don't want to fuel that. But you've got you've been trained to be able to talk to them in a way that lowers the temperature. Well, actually, that's a good place to start. So somebody. <laughs> is having some kind of a bad day we don't know maybe they spilled coffee on themselves or something like that and then they 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 start yelling at somebody and 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 that somebody happens to be you uh mm -hmm. so you have to be aware of yourself to not be triggered first of all right <clears throat> yes if you, you have to have been uh, not only aware of yourself but you've had to practice it a few dozen times a few dozen times. And how, how does one, one practice if somebody's going to yell at me? How do I practice if somebody yells at me, then what? Well, if you've been trained in it, you, you say, um, I see, you know, basic would be to say, obviously you're upset. And um, is there anything behind that upset that uh, I can, you know, you want to share about? Um, and <clears throat> see how they respond. And you know, sometimes coming back, you'll say, you know, you're upset. That brings up this feeling for me of feeling whatever the feeling is, compassion for you or, you know, wanting to see if I can help you if you if that's an issue for you. Um, it's, you know, there's a variety of responses depending on the circumstances. But you're always owning that you're, you're you know, you can even own that, you know, I, uh, uh, that triggers a bit of anger in me, but it's got to be in the context that you've, you've, you've already set the stage for that by your preliminary words. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this, this sounds like adult, mature. Adult. But when you see kids, little kids doing it, it's the, it's the most charming thing in the world and it works like a charm. Wow. <laughs> they just get right into it. They, they like it. But no, the, first step, the first step for kids is becoming self-aware that they do have emotions and what those emotions are and what, what the meaning is of them are and what's the, what's the end goal of those emotions, what, you know, and is that the best way to get them? So when it's gamified, people who go to our website can see a bunch of videos about this, but when it's gamified for kids, uh, it becomes play and, you know, and so often starts off with them reading storybooks about this kid felt this way and then behaved this way, et cetera. And what would you want to do in these circumstances? So uh, it is 
an immensely sophisticated process at this point, but unevenly distributed and unevenly, uh, still unevenly um, represented throughout the culture. So I I have a friend who's going through a divorce, and and uh, the the. Uh, the words I'm hearing going back and forth, I said to myself, I feel like I've heard those words before. And, and it feels like they're out of a soap opera or a TV show or, and so we don't, you talk about turning on the TV. I, we're getting so many of these conflict non-resolutions from. There's no money in resolution. Yeah. (laughs) For, for, the, uh, for, for the drama side of us, because we relate to the drama side. We want somebody to win. We want somebody to lose. We got good guys. We want to think of ourselves as the good guy, unless we, unless you enjoy thinking of yourself as the bad guy. But this is this is all the malfunctioning of human human beingness uh, across the border. So divorce rates are usually unusually high. Um, I have. Uh, I fell into it because I got so much experience as I found out with helping some friends work work through it. And it turns out to be the same thing. It's a skill set. They don't know how to deal with each other. They don't know how to honor each other. They don't know how to um, really be with each other and create a safe field. So that lack of skill goes into drives them to blame, fault-finding, um, reactiveness. And next thing you know, they're paying... Uh, you know, ten, hundreds of thousands of dollars to lawyers mm. to get them out of the trap. And so who's the winner? The lawyers are. Mm. Had they spent uh, two or three grand on getting themselves some five grand on getting themselves some training in life on how to be together, the skills to you know, emotionally, intelligently be with each other. And I've done it with probably a dozen couples of friends of mine, just for the fun of for partially, mostly for the fun of it. Um, and it works. And it works like a charm. One one simple thing they do, which which uh, I didn't create, but uh, Gay and Catherine Hendricks, the Hendricks of uh, uh, Conscious Loving uh, created, is because their needs to be honored. And it's like when I met them, they 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 they, they kept saying right in public, right in public, at any odd moments, you know, I really love this about you. I really admire that about you, et cetera. And I really value that about you. Mm. And they were looking for the good because they both had come out of where they were so inoculated in self-criticism and poised to criticize others. So ultimately it changed, it changed the nature of their relationship. And if you want to meet people who are highly conscious, it got them out of the non-conscious parts of our brain into the higher levels. One of the problems with the non-emotional, lower emotional intelligence, it doesn't allow you the grace of what you really know, the guidance you really, the, 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 the person you really were meant to be in the world mm. because you're, you're, the childhood development forces you into what psychologists call an idealized self. A picture of yourself you think you have to live up to to be able to get the rewards you want because the parents have not given you or the culture is not doesn't know how to give it to you sustainably and the parents are mod and the culture is modeling uh not productive not helpful ways of relating to yourself and others so in the case of divorce it doesn't mean that the people actually because they go through this or they know how to do this are supposed to stay together or will stay together or no, even, sometimes yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm sorry no yeah actually 
one of the beauties of it is if a couple is meant to be together, they're going to be together. If they're not meant to be together, but they but they've done this process, then they're going to depart as best friends. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> um, because it's not about I won or I lost with you. It's right? we came to a, a loving relationship that doesn't just doesn't include the, the, the vessel of marriage, but it conclude but it doesn't, but we're in loving relationship with each other. Um uh, that's the healthy side of it. And so similarly with the kids, it doesn't mean that, that their resolution will end up in them being friends or with a boss or a, a coworker. It doesn't mean that, that, that they're going to want to work together. But what is it? They, they see each other or they respect where each other is? Mm -hmm. Well, respect is a, big, is a super important word. Uh, respect is the idea that this person wants to be seen for their, the value they are in the world mm. and the qualities they have. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're noticing through the day and just sharing, you know, I love this about you, I admire this, etc. That turns on a whole different part of the brain. And if you follow the latest science, John and John Gray, you know, is very good on the latest science, the hormonal science, you might call it. And uh, <clears throat> which is somebody says something negative to you and you go into reaction, you're immediately creating a negative chemistry in your body. Mm. You get enough of that and you're going to get ulcers or you're going to get sick. Enough self-abuse and you're going to get sick. When you say something, when, it's, when, the pet, when something's saying something positive, you feel better about yourself. The oxytocin flows. Uh, you feel better. You feel more aligned in the world. You feel more confident. You feel more in touch with your deep, wiser knowingness rather than, oh, I should have done this. I, well, I, my intuition said to do this, and I didn't do it. Mm. That's most of us. We have those big moments in life. And the reason is we're not in touch with, we're in our calculating mind because the calculating mind develops by five, four or five, which is, is, is this the right thing to do? Is this not the right thing to do? Is this going to win for me and not win for me? Rather than, the knowing deeper conscious mind saying, I belong in this direction and this is a good fit for me. And this is mm. not a good fit for me. And mm. anybody who's done the work of long-term meditation or any of that practice, when they talk about waking up, what you're really doing is just coming into the, the, the core basis of what's innate in you, but you haven't been able to have in control of your decision-making because you've been maltrained. So with these kids, they come into a higher sense of their own decision-making. They make good decisions. They tend to make good decisions because they're perspecting it. I'm not doing this to get approval from you. I'm doing this because I'm really in line with this, this cause in the world, or this idea in the world, or this sense of my own creativity, mm. uh, rather than being stuffed into something that the parents think was going to protect them in, in cultures that are hierarchical, and they're always finding fault with the people who are being hired. A great book for everybody to read is uh, Hidden Injuries of Class, which is from the 70s or 60s, I think. But it's about how these hierarchical parent parental training, which is really, am I, what's my position in society? Am I rebellion against it or not? Uh, and how do I please my parents? And how do I keep our group safe from... Uh, the pressures from above, make sure I got work, et cetera. Uh, the emotional damage and psychological damage that does is, is insidious and profound and leads up to 
a lot of people homeless and a lot of people doing meth and a lot of people in institutions, et cetera, because uh, the cultural matrix is not supportive of every human being. And the passed along behavior patterns. If you go, if you, go, if you really study uh, family psychology, you get to you get to see how traits and patterns of behavior and patterns of thinking are passed generation to generation. Mm-hmm. We're in a lucky time because we're actually a time where we've got much more resources and there's a drive for the human species to to get out of these patterns and break through these patterns. So we're in a, as Eckhart Tolle says, we're in a a mass consciousness raise, uh, rising with the skills we need. At the same time, the people who ain't got the skills are feeling way, way more threatened and grabbing for more power and control and uh, creating more damage in the world. Mm. Mm. Because they don't know how to get it. They don't know how to get along with other human beings except from that, that very old paradigm of win or lose. Very old paradigm of win or lose. Uh, Jay, thank you so much as we're bringing our our time together here to a close for this time around. And uh, besides sending everybody to EQUIP, equipourkids.org, where they can learn more about the organization, they can support the organization, they can also uh, sign up for a newsletter and and learn for themselves. What What is... uh, anybody that has been listening, you've given so many tips already, but wh- where, what do you think is the very first place to start uh, or a good place to start for EQ for ourselves? Well, as I mentioned, if you really, you know, it, it's, it, there are online seminars, things like that. Uh, I, I tend to send adults to the to uh, nonviolent communication training or healthy relationship training, because you're learning a new language and the new language is helping you respond. But, you know, there's a lot of um, other books uh, out there. Uh, Mark Goulston's uh, Talking to Crazy is a good one. Uh, Uh, Jay, I mean, like for for right now, what can we what can we do for ourselves right now after listening to you tonight? Oh, I see. Uh, Well, I would say that um, uh, start making a list of where you find make make a chart of where you feel that you've been out out of self in any given situation and chart it, and then oh. say to yourself, "What could I have done differently in that in that situation?" And write it down. Make, really make it a chart so you can see it. Right, and by the time before I. I can almost guarantee by the time the fourth or fifth time you can't catch yourself doing that in any given situation um, and and you've written down and thought through what you could do differently. You can even ask your friends for help. What what can what could I do differently? By the fourth or fifth time, you're going to start doing the other thing differently mm. because you're repatterning yourself. Mm. So that's something everybody can do. Mm, thank you for that. Indeed. And I <laughs> hope will at least consider it. So, uh, Jay Levin, again, uh, with equipourkids.org. Thank you so much again for what you're doing and for coming on the show and sharing it with us. Thank you. And I got through my sinus attack without, I think. (laughs) You got the message through and that's what was needed. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. (laughs) And with that, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. 
Dear Dorothy, this is Tracy, and I love the job I have. It lets me travel to wonderful resorts, and I get to enjoy all of the resort's benefits. I've been in my present location for almost six months, and have just learned that I've been extended to the end of the year. I would be very happy with this, if except for the fact that when this was announced in our meeting, none of my coworkers applauded this decision, and my feelings are hurt. How do I get over this hurt? My dear Tracy, Let's find a way for you to focus on all of the great things about your present job and replace the hurt feelings with feelings of gratitude. Obviously, your boss is very pleased with you as your continued employment shows. You might want to take time to ask your boss for any thoughts regarding the non-reaction and see if the boss has any suggestions for you to improve the working relationships. And then... Let's choose for you to believe in you and the value you add to the resort instead of focusing on what appears to me to be jealousy from so some co-workers. Years ago, I came across some wonderful words by an unknown author and want to share them with you now. These words have helped me stay positive and focused on the good in me during stressful and challenging times, and I trust they will assist you to do the same. Believe in yourself. There may be days when you get up in the morning and things aren't the way you had hoped they would be. That's when you have to tell yourself that things will get better. There are times when people disappoint you and let you down. But those are the times when you must remind yourself to trust your own judgments and opinions to keep your life focused on believing in yourself. There will be challenges to face and changes to make in your life and it is up to you to accept them. Constantly keep yourself headed in the right direction for you. It may not be easy at times, but in those times of struggle, you will find a stronger sense of who you are. So when the days come that are filled with frustration and unexpected responsibilities, remember to believe in yourself and all you want your life to be. Because the challenges and changes will only help you to find the goals that you know are meant to come true for you. So please, keep believing in yourself, dear Tracy. Your belief in you is what truly matters. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance guest, Australian mystical troubadour, Murray Kyle, here on the Life Changes Show, right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author, Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. 
There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. You are listening to a conversation that matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. We are back and our performance guest is a sacred song carrier and Australian mystic troubadour, Murray Kyle. Welcome, Murray, to the Life Changes Show. Greetings. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invitation to be here. It, it, it's great to have you here. And I know you are in Australia. And it's it's exciting that thanks to uh, technology, we'll get to have you perform live for us, which is great because there's an energy that comes through in the performance, right? That's part of what you're about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm joining you from kind of like early afternoon time on Tuesday here in the afternoon in Australia. And, and so these are, this is a big title, Sacred Song Carrier, uh, Australian Mystic Troubadour. Tell us how you came to understand that this is your role in, in the world at the moment and what is it? <laughs> Great question. Yeah, look, um, I feel like my life path really kind of sculpted me into a place of starting to recognize the power of music and you know I started from many many years of traveling around the world started to collect different songs started to write songs started to witness and experience the the transformational power of music and the way that human experience and evolution has a lot of soundtrack to it mm. and so the original music that i write is uh really just my you know my drop into the ocean of that bringing a bit of a narrative to to the life that we that we share mm. and so before we dive into the the first song which, which will illustrate this actually uh what uh what are the themes that you touch on you have a new album that just came out throughout throughout your albums and your performances yeah well yeah i launched an album in march this year called pillars of truth and um you know just to touch on that that notion of a sacred song carrier you know of course these these things are more kind of like traditional this is more kind of like village life you know where 
where there will be someone in the village that holds the oral traditions of a culture. There'll be someone who um, can bring the human voice and sound technology and sound frequency to bring a certain intention, a certain prayer, and perhaps some healing through that. So that's um, that's part of my role and part of you know where the inspiration, the passion of life has has leaded me to. And the the kind of mystic troubadour is is something that I really really uh, relate to. You know the true the the lineages of the troubadours are kind of like carrying carrying the voice of the people and also carrying the voice of the silent earth and some of the you know the frequency of the of of the animals and the frequency of the land and so yeah mm. well you mentioned pillars of truth and that is the album that you launched a few months ago and that the title song is what we're going to here live here on the life changes show online from australia here is murray kyle on the life changes show performing pillars of truth live beautiful and uh my wife annalise just walked in the room so don't be surprised if you hear another beautiful beautiful voice along the, along nice the welcome annalise Pillars of truth surround the temple of my heart. Take me back to my youth, where the unseen path can start again. Teaching me the humble power of a different way. Rewrite the story, let the spirits come out to play. Freedom came knocking and then broke down all my walls The heart's in the center saying it's okay if you fall Every time you stumble there's an opportunity To step back and breathe in freedom Oh freedom A freedom lives inside of me I can feel it I'm down on my knees Giving myself permission to be it just to be here, my friends, yeah. Here in this world that we are, we are the whole damn world, beating in our hearts of glory. Whoa, we are this beautiful world, beating in our hearts of glory. My father is a mountain, my mother is a tree The sky and the ocean joined inside of me My past is a story of the things that I have seen My future is a mystery Unlock the shackles, you're the holder of the key Here now in this moment is where I love to be Times of healing, times of grieving, no concealing, just revealing. And I'm seeing human beings now receiving deeper meaning. No more speaking, we need feeling. Stop the bleeding, keep us breathing. Let's be teaching what we're preaching. We are seeking 
Kyle and Annalise, what I, I got chills. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that at all. How perfect. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that together on the Life Changes Show. I want to let everybody know that if you're liking what you're hearing, Murray Kyle, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, Kyle, K-Y-L-E.com, MurrayKyle.com. And then he's all over social media, Bandcamp, Facebook, etc. We have all the links uh, on the Life Changes Show page for murray kyle but mainly look up murray kyle music murray kyle uh you'll find him there or you'll find him on our page you can see also protect the water uh featuring amber lily a video that we have posted there so uh kyle i certainly that gives a, a flavor of what you're talking about also when you talk about uh transformation uh that line by the way I, I heard it three, the, heard the song a couple times, and that line, uh, something about take me back where the unseen part can start again. Uh, my mind exploded. Like each time I hear that, I'm like, what is that? I want to know. And, and there's no answer. We have to find it ourselves, right? But you asked <laughs> a good question. Well, that's true. I mean, I can give you a little, a little insight into that one. So that song is is really written as a, a bit of a dedication to to those true guides and teachers that are holding some of the keys of, of knowledge and wisdom. And you know, Jay, who 
just joined you uh, joined us a few minutes ago you know just beautiful grounded wisdom and, and mm. teachings of how we can um, navigate this human life in, in a good way with right relationship to to all of all of the other people we share with and to all of life mm-hmm. and so that song is a is a dedica- dedication to the to those people and when I sing that line um, um, uh, take me back to my youth so the unseen path can start again mm-hmm. and you know that's part of part of the journey of you know going back into our childhood going back into the ways that we've set up certain structures in place certain mechanisms of loving and of fear and um you know there's a parallel path that we can and then it says the song says rewrite the story let the spirit come out and play so you know sometimes the healing path is this journey of rewriting the ways that we interact with life and um scripting it in a in a in a healthier way in a way that we can come into a deeper way of living and loving so your music thank you for that is playing a role and music has a role in global awakening as you say tell us more about that well i think you know that's that's a a very simple humble personal thing and also a very global massive kind of wave and movement rising around the planet and somewhere in the middle of that you know is a is a place where uh, you know i feel like we all make our creative offerings and you know looking at the website for 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 the life changes you know i see that we're you guys are like 750 something episodes in which is an incredible incredible offering into the pool of human awakening and human consciousness and so thank you for all that dedicated work through many years thank you and um you know i think our creative offerings um for me it just happens to be music happens to be bringing a soundtrack bringing a um you know a soundtrack for for ever changing new paradigm and um that's that's the the little drops of wisdom that i can contribute to to the global awakening which is a very you know I, I i don't think it's necessarily this big kind of grandeur there's no it's a very humble very human thing mm. you know it's like we're learning how to be kind we're learning how to be to listen to the land we're learning how to you know make um informed choices when we vote we're learning how to um deal with our recycling like all of these things of the global awakening mm indeed and many of your songs and i think this one that we're going to hear now actually that's pre-recorded uh are they're not just a sacred but they are a prayer as well is that correct the the one we're yeah. going to hear also yeah thank you thanks for for picking up on that in the music yeah look it really is i i feel like when i go to create or produce uh, music it does become a prayer you know it's like it's it's a creative river that's 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 moving moving through me moving through humanity and um you know that's where we touch on that that notion again of sacred music is is music that has an intention to it it's it's you know and it's sometimes it's fun and silly and 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 um celebratory as well it's not all kind of serious sacredness but um yeah the song that we're gonna um lay lay into you guys 
um, ear canals and hearts now is called Asafari. And I'm going to leave it up to you guys to, to find where that name from came from. <laughs> but this one was born from an instrument that I play called the Ingoni, which is a, um, African, like an African harp. And um, my albums are all self-recorded, self-mixed and produced. And this is one of the songs off my recent album called Pillars of Truth. Yeah. Actually, I have to add that when Murray says that in his travels throughout the world, so yes, he has been in Africa. And and as a matter of fact, we've been wanting to have him on the show for quite a while, and he has been in Europe. And before that, he was someplace else. So uh, this is, uh, I, 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 I hope you like to travel, but obviously you are bringing something and getting something, right? Absolutely. You know, I mean, as a touring musician, it's, you know, it's like it can be hard work out there. My, my wife and I have just returned um, a week and a half ago from two and a half months on the road in Europe, touring over there, sharing, sharing the music in lots of different countries and different events. And um, yeah, you know, it's an amazing blessing to travel like that. And, and it also requires a lot of dedication. But it's it's amazing to be you know receive the pollination of a wider um, a wider field and to just really see you know witness the world and different cultures and the way that we are interacting and and building building our lives to receive a lot from that and to also give of the the gifts that we carry with the music. That's awesome. When you said pollination, I thought B. And so I thought, okay, sacred song carrier, Australian mystic troubadour, and musical B. <laughs> uh, anyway, bit of humor before we go into the prayer. Here is uh, tell uh, tell me again how you pronounce it. Asafari, is it? Asafari. Uh, Asafari. Okay, so this is uh, uh, Murray Kyle's pre-recorded piece here on the Life Changes Show. Asafari from Pillars of Truth. up 
Kyle, thank you for that. Thank you so much. I want to remind everybody, Murray Kyle, M-U-R-R-A-Y-K-Y-L-E.com. And he's all over social media, YouTube, 
Bandcamp, Spotify. So check uh, the links that we have for him at lifechangesshow.com or he has on his website at murraykyle.com. Thank you uh, for, we wanted to play the whole song and let the prayer ring out uh, for all here from our show that you have offered us. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Murray. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks very much. Yeah. What a pleasure. And thank you uh, to Annalise again. And so with a big thank you to Murray, Kyle and Annalise and a uh, big thank you once again to Jay Levin. That is our show on behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue and our produ executive producer and, and co-host Mark Lejeur. I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you that as your life changes, like ours certainly did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes. <laughs>